All right, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cody Dad and Uncle Shane's XFL. As we got so much to talk to in the NXXFL, as we did take a little week off, but after this break, we do have a lot to talk about. As to kick off this episode, let's get into our XFL news. Oh, thank you, Cody. Uh, Shane, do we have a sponsor for the news this week? We do, Roy. Uh, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by our newest sponsor, the Sushi Burrito. Oh. Where the name might be as awkward as Jake the Snake Roberts' family reunion, <laughs> but the food is delicious. <laughs> Sushi Burrito. I like it. Great to have them on board. Okay, well, um, the uh, I think uh, we've talked a little bit in the previous news stories about the XFL ratings, um, and uh, ESPN is moving uh, games away from uh, FX now uh, because of the numbers still kind of dwindling. On a plus side, though, I saw that the I think the Battlehawks had 38,000 in attendance um, in their home game. So that was kind of a big deal. So Mm -hmm. people are going to see them live. I I guess um, it's not getting the TV, um, the viewing audience there. Um, But uh, the the Brahmas, um, after losing uh, two consecutive games and the offense kind of struggling, uh, Heinz Ward is making some changes. Apparently, the offensive coordinator is moving to the wide receivers coach, and he's going to be uh, promoting this uh, Jimmy Johnson, who's been the running backs coach, uh, to their o- offensive coordinator, looking for a, a spark there. Um, also, uh, PJ Walker, I think, got a deal with the with the Bears as a backup for Justin Fields. You know, back to the uh, the Brahmas and Heinz Ward, it's funny that he can't seem to win any games if the referees aren't totally on his side. <laughs> you saw that, too. <laughs> challenge, challenge that. Yeah, I saw that. I do, I do remember seeing that little tivet, Heinz Ward, you bastard. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the uh, I guess uh, the, the so uh, an NFL tie-in here. The Eagles have proposed an NFL rule change, um, taking a page out of the out of the XFL playbook. Um, I, I saw that, except they want to go for twenty yards instead of fifteen or something along. Yeah, the yeah, fourth and twenty. <laughs> How about that, huh? <laughs> wow! Next thing you know, they're going to be going for a three-point play from the ten-yard line. <laughs> well, hey, one more bit of NFL news. Uh, that did you see that? Uh, Aaron Rodgers now is apparently calling the shots for a Jets job. <laughs> yeah. You know, it sure is nice to be able to go for a, a, an open position uh, with another company. You're not there yet, yet you're calling all of the shots and telling them who to hire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, when has this ever happened in the NFL? I, I don't understand. Um, Aaron Rodgers is asking for all of his buddies to be signed. And Zach Wilson is just asking if his mom is going to be visiting yeah, the training yeah, facility. He, I, I, I don't even think he's asked for picks. He doesn't care. It, 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 he's, it's your mom. 
<laughs> Zach Wilson. Yeah, well, anyway, not a whole lot of news uh, to go on there from the past couple weeks, but uh, that's uh, that's what we got. So interesting fact, actually, about P.J. Walker, if you did not notice, so before, so after the XFL did get canceled the first season, I think it was, he was actually part of Carolina for a while. Oh, oh, that, oh, he was, he was yeah. part of Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he uh, he picked up a job with Carolina, and then he went back to the XFL, and now he's going to uh, Chicago Bears, back yeah. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Wow, busy guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Interesting. All right, what else do we got, Code? All right, as now, we are going to talk about our players to watch for this week as last week was pretty decent as Dad, who is your player to watch for this week? Okay, so, um, you know, I'm a Max Borgie fan on the Houston Roughnecks, and he uh, sat a game out or two. Um, I'm not exactly sure why I couldn't find an injury or anything, but, uh, he was kind of the lead dog, but another guy stepped up in his, uh, out of the shadows there, uh, this Dijon Lee, um, he, uh, he picked up a couple touchdowns and, uh, was averaging, uh, seven yards a carry. So the running game in Houston is legit. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, My player of the week is uh, continuing from a really interesting uh, record that this guy set last week. The Brahma's kicker, his name's John Parker Romo, he <laughs> kicked a 57-yard field goal, and that is the the, uh, the record for the longest field oh, goal kick a... in Lumen Field in Seattle. Longer oh. than any NFL kicker. A 57-yarder, he set the record over the weekend, and he's my player to keep watching. But, you know, I was curious what your guys' thoughts are because this guy's name is John Parker Romo. (laughs) And I don't think you can ever trust anyone with three names. (laughs) John Wilkes Booth, (laughs) Bill Effin Cosby, anyone with three names, you can't trust them. (laughs) Right you are, Shane. I agree there. (laughs) Even a, an Abby Lee Miller. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, we're going back to dance moms again. Uh oh. <laughs> Abby Lee Miller. Whoa. <laughs> Josh Gordon Levitt. Oh, man, the, the, the list, there's a list for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. What do you, who do you got, Cody? Who are you watching? So for me, I actually chose a couple of the Seattle players that are actually leading in rushing and receiving right now. As for rushing, we have M. Ellison, as he only had 69 yards and one titty, but he is leading right now in rushing. And then for receiving, you got Josh Gordon, which he's also somewhere in, believe in the top of the group, but he only had 57 yards in five catches out of the whole game mm. in week. So you guys are Josh Gordon and uh, who's the running back? Uh, it's M. Ellison. M. Ellison. Yeah, I got distracted. Shane said something about dance moms, and I was picturing uh, Wilson uh, kind of off in the corner there uh, watching the mom. <laughs> Just taking them. 
<laughs> I was curious what Zach Wilson's you know middle name is. It's Zachary Capono Wilson. <laughs> Very interesting. Where just the middle guy, the middle man is Capono. Capono. <laughs> oh well, what what other uh, segments we got here, Code? All right, as our next one will be, as we're going to actually talk about a little bit about you know the MVP of the season, but Shane, who we sponsored by on this one? Ah, uh, thanks for asking, Cody. This segment is sponsored by the Montana Department of Tourism. Uh, if you're looking to start a family and want a unique story to tell, book an Airbnb in Montana to jumpstart your family. Discounts available in Great Falls. Back to you, Code. <laughs> all, right. all right. As we all know, the end of the season is actually, I think it's like four or five weeks they have left. As Shane, who is like, honestly, who do you think will end up being MVP towards the end? You know, I did put a little thought into this, and once it's a, maybe it's a better story than his actual play, but uh, my MVP pick for the year is going to be AJ McCarron, the quarterback for the Battlehawks. He uh, earlier in the year he they lost the game, and then they've won I think three straight. But they um, they were saying how he could have played in the NFL, but wanted to play in the XFL because he'd actually get on the field and, and get playing time because he wanted his kids to be able to watch him play instead of just sitting on the sidelines. So I think it's a good story. I don't know if his stats are going to back up an MVP, but you know, if you're on, if you're the quarterback and you got a three and one record, you probably got a good shot at it. So AJ McCarron is my pick. All right, as that, I believe you're still trying to come up with yours. Or do you yeah, go ahead, Code. Okay. Oh, did we lose everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> All right, so for me, honestly, I kind of chose someone that's pretty much been leading in yardage, honestly, which surprisingly is actually Ben DiNucci. I mean, he has 1,119 yards. He has about eight TDs and four interceptions, which... Honestly, I think a lot of people have been sleeping on him though, a lot. He, I mean, this guy can actually make some pretty great plays when he doesn't do interceptions, you know, or if, when he doesn't fumble it. <laughs> you know, Cody, I've been looking at um, at highlights and stuff, and Danucci throws a really good ball. I mean, there's a lot of touchdowns he's thrown that are they're in like a, a really small window, tight space. And uh, you're right, he's blowing the whole league away with the amount of yards he's thrown. It's, you know, he he sprays the ball around, but he's kind of, at the same time, it he, he doesn't, you know, it's kind of, in, in some ways, it's kind of careless, right? I mean, there's some of those balls you go, what, what are you, what are you seeing? You know, it, it gives you, uh, gives me Romo vibes. Well, leading the league in yards, leading the league in completions and attempts, and also picks. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, if you started dating some uh, moms, I mean, you'd be competing with uh, old uh, Zach Wilson there. <laughs> he probably has better stats right now than Zach Wilson had all year, being honest. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so the, I mean, Danucci obviously is is the uh, is the guy to watch for Seattle. 
Um, I, I was trying to look for one of my Houston Roughnecks um, to land in my lap here. Um, but, you know, it's been a pretty solid team effort. I mean, there hasn't been, you know, the quarterback hasn't, I, I wouldn't call him MVP. Um, he's efficient, though. I mean, that offense, um, in you know, the, the defense on that team is, uh, holding it down and the offense, the running game is, is really good there. It doesn't seem to matter who they put in the backfield. So I'm having a hard time coming up with somebody outside of the, outside the norm here. A lot of guys from week one, you know, the other funny thing is with the XFL is the, the roster changes. I mean, it change it, it's <laughs> literally week to week. It, it feels like they got some guys that are constantly turning over. Um, I, I don't know if some of them are getting hurt or not used to playing or or what, but uh, my boy, uh, Joel DeBlanco, again, no stats at all. I'm, I'm worried about him. I don't think he's going to be on the team much longer if he still is. I looked uh, before the podcast, and he's still on the roster, but I, apparently he's uh, in charge of laundry, maybe. I don't know what that guy does because he doesn't play football. Well – I mean, you guys. Okay, so Cody, you got Danucci, Shane. You're going with McCarron. I I'm going to go with uh, Silvers. I mean, he's the. Why not? He's the he's the Roughnecks QB. He's got a cool name, Brandon Silvers. I mean, yeah, I like him. So uh, he's uh, he's going to be my guy for MVP because I think uh, the Roughnecks are going to win out. Alright, as now we are gonna talk we are gonna do our questions now. As Dad, do you have a question for Shane or me? Do I have a question for Shane or you? Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna point this question at Shane and uh I'm gonna th- okay. think here for a second. Shane, what what do you think uh, the likelihood is for the XFL to uh, so what? Let's see. What do I want? How do I want to put this? Um, for the XFL to have a comeback to you know next year, what, what do you think? Uh, what do you think you need to see for the last half of their season? To, to give you some confidence that there'll be an XFL in 2024? Um, that's, you know, that's a really good question, Roy. And, and I, I have a, uh, an answer. Recently, I uh, pulled up an audio book, right? I found this podcast and their, um, the podcast was on the, about the owner of a, a team, a baseball team called the Savannah Bananas. Right? <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys have seen any of the videos. Heard some, they yes. Dancing, and they got a guy on stilts swinging a bat. It's just like this crazy, you know, kind of almost like Harlem Globetrotter style baseball. Anyway, I, so I, I got this guy's book, and I've been listening to it when I'm driving. The reason I bring all that up is that I think the XFL needs to completely think outside the box to get people to start watching, right? Not doing it a hokey way and, you know, stuff that's just a gimmicky, but just changing it up. I like the, like the changing of the different rules with the extra points and all that stuff, but I think they should make it more personal. Take those helmets off those players, get them more of a, uh, where they can 
promote their own brand and get to know the players individually because it's tough to follow along if you don't have a team that's close to you. So that's what I think they should do is do more on the interviews, make it more of a, an individual game and let, you know, let the, the fans try to grasp onto a story like an AJ McCarron or some of those other guys that have good stories trying to make it back to the NFL. Mm. Um, because otherwise it just becomes at times really bad football. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I follow what you're saying. So we're, we're talking about, uh, more, um, you know, more personal connections. Yeah. And you look, okay. So on the kickoffs, for example, right. I, I don't mind that I took me a second to get used to how the kickoffs are because they're kind of weird to watch on TV, but why not put something like, uh, uh, a lineman back there to return the kick. Mm-hmm. Those guys aren't running up maybe 15 yards right now anyway, right? No one's busting through the line and running it back. So put some fun into it, right? Make the actual catch something to watch, right? Yeah. I don't know if those guys are going to point it off their face mask. Just do something different that makes it fun to watch on TV. Otherwise, you're right. Uh, like you mentioned before, it's probably better to go to a game in person than it is to watch it on television. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Um, it's it's one of those things that is really hard to commit a full, you know. Although the games, the gameplay seems to be fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's still one of those things. That if you're not invested emotionally to sit there and just watch right from front to back, you can watch. Yeah, I it. think the. the- public doesn't have three hours on a Saturday or Sunday um, after the NFL season to sit down on the couch and watch a full game. I think they're, they're maybe catching it in passing yeah. while they're, uh, they're getting their weekend stuff done. But I doubt there's a lot of people that are sitting down just watching a full game. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. I mean, in the Northwest, you got to make hay this time of year, right? It's time to start mowing the lawn and pulling the weeds again, for Christ's sake. It, you know, you can't. <laughs> yeah, air, air. That temperature starts at five. You're outside. Yeah, I mean things things aren't dormant anymore, so I got to get out there and get get my stuff done. So uh, don't get my ass chewed. <laughs> don't uh, well in the trailer park. You probably have some uh, plastic flamingos to go put out, don't you? Yeah, well uh, that's that's coming. Yeah. Yeah, when you get a when you get a permanent spot, then you that's kind of a rite of passage, I guess. You you surround yourself with uh, sure pink skirt. Yeah, surround yourself with pink flamingos and some wooden steps. <laughs> that's, the, that's the power move. Now, now now I'm here, bitches. <laughs> I ain't going maybe anywhere. You have a, a slightly, uh, maybe a two feet tall uh, wooden picket fence. Right, yeah. Around you. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just enough to, you know, keep the riffraff out. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 All right, Shane. What do you, what do you got? What, uh, what's on your yeah, mind? My question is for Cody. Cody, um, you guys just came off of a pretty exciting vacation slash. Uh, trip on the east coast um cody at this point in your life you've probably been on the east coast as much as i have in my life so my question to you is what was your favorite part of the myrtle beach trip you know i think the favorite part was doing the boardwalk honestly because it's just all these mini shops you know oh my god yes they so myrtle beach there's a boardwalk and you walk 
one of those intercoastal waterways, okay? The boardwalk surrounds it. You've got a Ron John surf shop there. You've heard of Ron John before. Uh, They have all the – it's like walking up and down the coast, uh, the Oregon coast, right? Except this is in a loop, okay? you got senior frogs there. You've got – oh, man, what was some of the other – there are all these big restaurants – that you've heard of, you know, in places that are tropical and sunny. And then they've got a bunch of those curio shops, golf. Oh my God, Shane, Myrtle beach has got to be the golf capital of the world. Um, And if you're a mini golfer, particularly a good mini golfer, like myself, um, you could pretty much run uh, about six or seven courses a day down there. And, uh, you know, shoot pars and uh, birdies all day. Right, Cody? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey I got the scorecards to prove it. <laughs> yeah, he has that hook somewhere in the trailer. Clown's mouth like a champ. Yeah, I mean, they stopped giving me those free games after a few hole-in-ones. They, they, hey, what am I, I, what am I going to do? Pretty sure mom How ended up with a hole-in-one. How many ribbons are you going to walk away with, right? You only need one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you only need one, but the others are still encouraged. <laughs> it depends on your competition, though, right? I mean, look, it, it, you know, it depends on who you're sitting next to in the car on the way back. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, Cody, did you happen to find yourself in uh, any ice cream shops when you were in Myrtle Beach? That we did not, I do not believe so. Uh, we did see a couple of uh, ice cream uh, parlors. Oh, little. Yeah, there was a couple there on the boardwalk. We did not go in there because of the uh, the time. Well, we went into one and they bought some, we bought cookies in there. That they was had, a crumble cookie, I thought. No, it wasn't a crumble cookie. It was some oh, other name. Yeah, but there was another cookie place we went into. They had the Amish cookies. Oh, yes. The one that did the sample. Sons of bitches used uh, raisin paste instead of actual raisins in their oatmeal <laughs> cookies. Who does that? You know, you can't trust the, a group of folks that uh, the women have thicker beards than the men do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... Hey, you know, hey, fun fact about Myrtle Beach. There was a, a top five, or t- I think it's a top five, top ten list of best ice cream in the world. Yeah. And Myrtle Beach came in at number two. Oh. You know who number one was? Boarding Washington. <laughs> <laughs> you <can> believe it. <laughs> wow. Surprising. Who knew? Who knew? God dang. Boarding Washington. Hey, one cool thing about Myrtle Beach, golf carts everywhere. If mm-hmm. you got a lift kit in a golf cart with chrome wheels, you're the king of that place. Oh, my God. They were everywhere on the streets. I mean, both North Myrtle Beach and Myrtle Beach, golf carts everywhere. You can't take them out on the beach, the sand. But the parking lots at the all the access points to the beaches where you would park, um, there's several of those golf carts from the community. People must just buzz down there, drop their golf cart, put their lawn chair out on the beach. I mean, it's a typical like California sunny beach kind of experience, you know, a lot of those chase lounges, umbrellas, you know, uh, folks sunbathing out there. Um, 
mostly older Italian looking dudes. Um, but, uh, <laughs> in speedo? yeah, yeah. I'm only the only ones that caught my eye. No, it's pretty soft. It's that white sand. It's powdery. Yeah. Not, uh, not driving friendly for sure. I didn't see any vehicles on the beach, to be honest. Uh, I didn't see even any tracks. So just now, to, I thought all beaches growing up in the Northwest, I thought all beaches were all gray skies, 40 degrees, raining <laughs> sideways. You need to tell me that there's yeah. beautiful beaches in this world? I, 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 I wouldn't believe it if I didn't see it firsthand myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah, something something different back there, something weird. I, I don't know. They, uh, what about the pirate show? We went to the uh, pirate... Uh, you know, the, the, the pirate, uh, dinner, they had a couple, I mean, they had two pirate ships indoors and they did a whole show, you know, swinging in the poles and sword fighting and fire. Uh, it was kind of like medieval times, but pirate ship themed. Yeah. So that, that was interesting. We did that. Uh, the wax museum. Oh gosh. I know we've seen your pictures on there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently there's cameras warning you that uh, there's uh, security cameras everywhere. So, mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, look, the, the line between what's appropriate and inappropriate is a little gray sometimes. <laughs> well, I thought I saw a picture of you tongue kissing Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh, oh, where's that picture? <laughs> I gotta delete that one. <laughs> How did that get in there? <laughs> you know, cool thing about a wax museum, not been in a wax museum before, or at least not since I was a kid. A lot different nowadays. Mm -hmm. The detail is much better. But the life, the real height, right? So now you stand up next to a timber lake. Or a Jimmy Fallon, or Kevin Hart, or Kevin Hart. Oh, Kevin Hart! Yeah, come on. I mean, I give him a you know one of those uh, those head rub things, you know, with the with the knuckles. That guy is short, but uh, the Gagas, the all the females, you know, that you look up to on the big screen, you see them in wax there, and you wow, they're not very tall, not not very tall at all. Did they have any wax uh, figures of the Roloff family? <laughs> no, <laughs> thank goodness. They're in the Hobbit exhibit, and we, <laughs> we didn't pay for that one. <laughs> no, no Roloffs. Uh, only the Hollywood types. But uh, we, uh, gosh, um, what other wrestlers were there? John Cena. They had The Rock. I think they only had those two. I Just thought. those two. Yeah, that's right. They didn't have Hogan or Macho Man or any of those guys. That would have been cool to stand next to Macho Man. But they had props there so you could put stuff on and go stand next to them. And obviously, right, you know, they got bongos and guitars and whatnot. But, uh, yeah. yeah, kind of an interesting experience. All right, Cody, what's your question? All right, so my question is for you, Dad. So I'm hoping people have already known about this, but Ezekiel Elliott, so Dallas actually released him. Yeah. 
So do you think we'll possibly maybe see Ezekiel Elliott or an XFL, or do you think he'll just stay as the free agent in NFL? Oh, he's going to stay free agent in NFL. I don't think I, – I think he's too powerful to be in the XFL. Um, he's been around too long. Um, I'm not particularly a big fan of his, but uh, I think he's got enough pull that he will find a home in the NFL. He doesn't have to worry. How interesting is it that uh, if he doesn't play another down, probably for the Cowboys, right? I doubt he does. His last play was a, as a center. Yeah. <laughs> on that crazy play. <laughs> yeah. I still want to know what the actual name of that play was. Like, who drew that up? Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I want to see the napkin that that thing was drawn up on. <laughs> I feel like I feel like some of McCarthy's cheeseburger might have squeezed out some mustard on part of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they went wrong. The mustard turned up, turned up the good part of that play. Shit. Maybe the pickle fell off. I don't know, but it was not not right. But. Uh, no, that's uh, it's good stuff. Anything um, else, Coach? As now we are going to talk about week three. As for week three scores, both me and Dad ended up with a three, and for Shane, he ended up with a two. Oh, I can't believe that. <laughs> that was so week three. What happened? We, oh, we didn't make picks for week four, did we? No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fresh start, though. Well, uh, what are we gonna? Are we gonna do picks for this week? Yeah, which that will be on part two, as we will see you on part two. As this one. Oh, just hit yeah. stop. Yeah. All right, as welcome to part two of this episode. As now we are gonna talk about week five of the XFL. As week five will be the another Thursday night game, as we'll be seeing the Houston Roughnecks at the Seattle Sea Dragons. Oh. As for me, I'm going to go with the Sea Dragons. Granted, I'm pretty sure they're not going to win, but I'm hoping they do. Right you are, Cody. They are not going to win because the Roughnecks are going to win out, as I said. <laughs> Shane, what do you got for Thursday? Uh, it's an interesting game because it's uh, a you know decent offense against probably the league's best defense. And I, as a high school kid not playing on Friday nights, uh, always heard that defense wins championships. I will take the Roughnecks to win that game. All right. As Saturday will be the start of, I believe they got two games on Saturday. As Saturday will be seeing the D.C. Defenders. At St. Louis, as Dad, who do you go for that one? Defenders at the Battlehawks, huh? Mm-hmm. I am. I'm gonna. It, it, are the Battlehawks over? No. No, they got a couple wins. Which two teams are over? Uh, I think it's only. Oh, Vipers and who? I think I thought it was only the one that was over. for. Oh, are they the only ones that offer? So the Battlehawks, what's their record? Two and two? Oh, wait, Orlando, sorry. Orlando's Orlando. also owned. Gotcha. Okay, Orlando and Vegas? Yes. Ooh. Okay, so back to uh, Defenders and Battlehawks. Mm-hmm. Defenders beat the Seahawks, and so did the Battlehawks, right? I mean the Sea Dragons. Yeah. 
Okay. Ah, oh, damn. Can't measure much off of that, can we? Uh, I'm going to go with the Battlehawks. I'll take the Battlehawks as well for that one. We're going to ride my uh, AJ McCarron MVP all the way to oh, the yeah. end of the year. So uh, I think the the uh, DC defenders are undefeated. So I think they're going to go down this week. <laughs> no, actually, I think the DC defenders already have that one lost because they lost to Houston. I think. Oh, they're yeah. getting another one this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, they are still undefeated. No, oh, right. they are undefeated. There you go. Good call, Shane. <laughs> All right. What, what else we got? Don't anybody Cook? question my XFL <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, I'm going to go with St. Louis. All right. And then also for week five, we'll also be seeing Orlando at the Vegas Vipers, both teams that actually need a win. I mean, honestly, this one's going to probably be low scoring, but I'm going to go with Orlando on this one. It's Orlando and who? Vegas. Oh, Orlando and the Vipers. (laughs) The Guardians and the Vipers. Who do you got, Shane? You know, this is two teams that haven't won a game, I don't believe, all year. So this is something's got to give, right? I mean... This game is going to go down to the wire. The final score is going to be three to nothing. <laughs> the worst game of the year. I'll take Orlando to finally guard something. Orlando will be guarding to win three nothing. Is this one's in Orlando? Uh, this one's going to be at Vegas. Oh my God! On that terrible field. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah. I. <laughs> I. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Shane on this one and say that or the Guardians prevail here and Vegas continues to stink it up on that awful field. Actually, the only winners in this game are the ones that avoided watching it. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember right, I think it was week three. The I think one of the refs actually had to hold the ball for the punter so that he can actually kick it off at the Vegas field because it wasn't staying still because it was so windy there. Oh, my God. An assist from the, yeah. from the referee. Wow. There you go. All right. And then the Sunday night game will be the Arlington Renegades at San Antonio. Renegades well, and San Antonio. And, uh, take a, the easy pick for me, San Antonio, to win that game uh, by a million uh, we got to get some wins, though. San Antonio Brahmas are sitting at one and three, and they're hosting the, what do they call the final championship? Yeah, the, the XFL championship, championship or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Uh, another idea that XFL should do something to brand that game so we, at least we know what it's called. Yeah. But uh, San, or, uh, San Antonio's got to do something to turn it around, so they got to get this win. I, I mean, the Alamo Bowl, I, I – <laughs> Oh wait, <laughs> yeah. that—that's reserved for the Cougs and uh, whatever other uh, six and uh, six. Yeah. Uh, Idaho State. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> I'm I'm going to. Uh, Again, um, because Shane has proven his uh, XFL knowledge worthy and the dating profile of uh, of uh, Mr. Uh, 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 that Jets quarterback that I forgot his name. Anyway, uh, Zachary Wilson. 
Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with Shane on this and say the Brahmas, uh, Brahmas win. All right, so for me, I am going to go with San Antonio also. I think they're due for a win. All right. We got all our picks in now. Pretty much. All four Those games. All four games. So that... So, uh, branding this, uh, this, uh, championship game, how many weeks are there, Cody? Is there uh, eight? 10. Oh, 10 weeks. So we're, this is week five. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we got halfway mark. Halfway mark. So fitting that, uh, it's time to, uh, bring, to bring the audience in. Um, I like, uh, Maybe the personalization part of this. I mean, talk to these guys. Ask him what he was doing um, in November of 2022, you know, for a job. Because <laughs> a lot of these guys, it wasn't anything to do with football, right? Oh, yeah, good point. I mean, there's got to be colorful stories about what people were doing to make a living after they probably stopped playing professional football or, or maybe even stopped thinking that the dream was alive. Yeah. I mean, let's just, uh, let's just forecast the future here. XFL 2024, you take a young uh, Zach Wilson onto the sidelines and say, Hey, what were, what were you, what were you doing in uh, November of uh, 2023? And he'd be like your mom. (laughs) 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 Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what else we got, Cody? Anything else uh, exciting that XFL to talk about? Actually, that will pretty much do it for this episode. Oh man, shit. Okay, well, uh, what, do we have a? Do we have any sponsors for that segment? Hey, when no the mesh tattoos allowed as of this morning. <laughs> uh, and really, it's the only way to celebrate a home run in Myrtle Beach. Get yourself a tap. <laughs> hey, uh, I got to say something about the Myrtle Beach tattoo run here. Uh, there was eight, nine tattoo. I mean, it's Tattoo Alley, like eight, nine shops in a row. You just kind of. I I don't know what other place in the world could justify having literally eight, nine, maybe ten tattoo parlors. Uh, do you call them parlors? I don't know. In a row, in a row, like you just like a bar. You're like, hey, do you guys have cores like? Nope. Okay, next. <laughs> I, same place <laughs> right yeah right you are um yeah so uh i uh you know didn't opt for one myself um uh, this time around um still still holding out uh, for that uh perfect opportunity i guess but uh, i thought uh, the rumor had it roy that uh there was a, a rainbow on your ankle a new one oh <laughs> Well, it, uh, that might it, have been photoshopped. Yeah, it, 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 well, <laughs> the, the, the rainbow was actually on my ass cheek, but as you get older, you know things sag. So it, <laughs> it's more of a brown. Yeah, looks like it's on the back of my knee now. 
no. Uh, <laughs> that uh, that was a awkward Photoshop moment, I guess, uh, that, where that occurred. Did you watch, uh, Shane, did you watch any of the latest uh, WWE Legends? Yes, I saw China and I saw the... Uh, the uh, what do they call it? the rivals of Triple H and Batista? Oh, that was a good one. I I saw a little bit of the Triple H and B- Batista, um, and uh, a little bit of the China one. Um, I saw that her dad was on there. They actually talked to her dad, which um, or or not? I don't know. Did they talk to her dad or just show a picture of her dad? Uh, I think it was just a picture. Just it was a mostly picture. her mom. Oh, because he's he'd passed, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. You know, I was watching it in closed caption uh, on the airplane um, on the person sitting next to me. So uh, I didn't get the sound effect. So anyway, dude looked a lot. I saw where she got all of her facial features, though, from. It was like, whoa. Her her square jaw? Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, anyway, that was about all I caught of that. Um, I'm still trying to make sense of the I'm my own grandpa thing from the Jake the Snake Roberts one. So I haven't been able to get back into one and watch it front to back since well, that. If you watch that episode, it'll shape you. You'll be uh, <laughs> out of tune for a couple of weeks just trying to digest it all. <laughs> hey, dude, uh, let me tell you this, though. We went to uh, the AEW, um, what was that called? The... Oh, at the theater, yeah, the Revolution. Revolution, AEW Revolution. Okay, and they played it in the theater here. Um, well, not here. It Boise. was in Boise, in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was pretty cool, actually. Was it well attended, or were you guys the only ones? Mm, there? I think it was like just three or four. <laughs> there was three or four of us in there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what how what the representation looks like in other theaters, but uh, definitely uh, only three or four in uh, mm-hmm. the theater that we were sitting in. So uh, not a lot, but uh, the show was good. Uh, there's something AEW is onto something. You know how you you mentioned with the XFL and the personal connections and things, and the AEW does something that I think has been lacking. Uh, from the WWE for a while, like they get out in the crowd, they interact with the crowd. I mean, it's during the match, it's on TV, it's in your face. You see them go out in the crowd, you see them pour people's beers on themselves <laughs> or on the our opponent. Um, you see them swipe drinks from people, you know, fans out in the crowd. Um, that kind of stuff, you know, doesn't exist in the WWE that I know. No, nah, it's too filtered down now. They don't let you put a sign up. They don't. Uh, you know, they've got those big old barricades, right? The yeah, to keep you away from the superstars. Yeah, that's uh, that's fun because if you go to a show and you think you got the right seats, you want to be able to interact or you know maybe slap a high five or something. To oh those. yeah, I mean we saw a lot of guys get out of the ring and mm-hmm. chase through the through the aisles in different a lot of different sections. So I mean, there's a good opportunity pretty much anywhere. Uh, you know, there it seems like most of the matches occur out of the damn ring, at least in that particular show. Uh, Daniel Bryant was doing the Iron Man thing, uh, the hour and something long match. I think it was the 
hour? Just about an hour, and then they did overtime. And they went into overtime because he tied with that guy. I don't remember who his opponent was. But, it was MJF, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, Chris Jericho still, you know, still doing his thing out there. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, Double J. Dude, that guy, uh, he's got a time machine or something, man. Looks great. Best shape. Huh. I mean, I don't know how at age 50, whatever he is, he can still keep it all together like that because Jericho sure hasn't. But, uh, oh, probably the highlight was uh, watching uh, Billy Gunn in his uh, – like he's a manager of a team. What is the, What are they called? The Acclaimed, yeah. The Acclaimed. They're the ones that do the scissors. Mm-hmm. And the singing. Yeah. Scissor me, daddy. Have you seen that, Shane? <laughs> No. Oh, oh gosh. No. You gotta. You're gonna have to Google it or YouTube. Yeah, scissor mm-hmm. me, Dad. Okay, so Billy Gunn manages this team called the Acclaim, and then his sons, his the two boys he has, have their own team, and they're rivals to the team that he manages. So they end up beating, whooping, you know, putting the smackdown on him mm-hmm. at the end of the match, and doing his scissor thing or whatever. And it's it's funny, you know, it's all kind of a good story lines. Did they give you 3D glasses when you walked into the theater? So they go off the top rope and they feel like they're going to hit you in the nose? (laughs) No, no, we didn't. (laughs) We didn't have that experience. There wasn't, uh, yeah, it wasn't, that one wasn't in 3D. That would have been funny though, if it uh, (laughs) had it been, uh, <laughs> but you know, one of our sponsors next week should be uh, what was the theater name? The Majestic uh, Cinema, C- Cinema, Cineplex, or whatever. I think it's Majestic Cinema. C- Majestic Cinema. Anyway, uh, we got to give a shout out to those guys uh, because they stayed open late for someone who left his wallet in there uh, in the theater and had to fly out the next morning at five a.m. So uh, we had to turn around and uh, go back after hours and uh, some young man had to come out with uh, somebody's ID and wallet <laughs> slipped him a 20 yeah, for his thought he was going to be able to close quietly and go <laughs> home but uh, it was disrupted I was so thankful he just picked up the phone and was oh my god otherwise uh, there would have been one lonely dude in the uh, trailer park last week while the rest of us were enjoying Myrtle Beach Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, also, you know, Myrtle Beach Golf Place, but um, the mini golf stuff, one of the golf courses there, we didn't find the one that you told us about. We we had it on our list, but it was in a different part of town than what we were in, and there was so many real close to us. But um, we did, uh, the, one of the courses was, keep going, uh, one of the courses had the, um, was uh, from the producers of that Holy Moly show. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it was a Hawaiian-themed one, right? That Hawaiian... I, I don't think I went on that trip because no. remember I was sleeping. Well, yeah, we went, we passed it, but it said from the producers of Holy Moly on their sign there. The one that I was, uh, that I saw just doing the Google search was called Mount Atlanticus Minotaur. Golf yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have that saved. Um, in fortunate, so I think that was actually in Myrtle Beach. And where we ended up doing most of our mini golf was in North Myrtle Beach. 
Mm-hmm. Well, as we all know, North Myrtle Beach is where all the real players play. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one other, another sponsor, uh, possibly for next week. Um, I'll tease maybe is I saw this Trump store there, uh, literally a mm-hmm. Trump store mm-hmm. um, <laughs> where you can buy everything Trump. Anyway, uh, I saw more than one in while we were there in South Carolina, if you can imagine. So uh, they uh, they might uh, in the Amish. Uh, what was the Amish windmills? The Amish mm-hmm. country store. Um, I mean, all those guys, uh, I think, would love to support us. Sure they will. We'll see if they uh, reach out and get some sponsorship. You know, it's it's an exclusive club to get sponsorship on this podcast. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there because I know you've got an extensive list um, that you got to get through. Um, but uh, you know, maybe by week ten or so, we'll we'll be able to squeeze them in. <laughs> the longer this uh, XFL season goes, the thinner our sponsorship does look. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going down with the viewership of the XFL. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. I'm going to think we can wrap this one up, huh, Cody? Rating works. All right.